And welcome to QSAC to the Future. We're your hosts. I'm Grace. My name is John. And we're here to talk about our love for John Cusack, one movie at a time. Yeah, I was trying to think of a way to, like, what I did a few episodes ago. I was like, one inning at a time. I was like, what can I say for this one? I have one nothing. Act. God damn it. <laughs> we can one do a redo. Of- you want to do a redo? We could totally do a redo. No, it's okay. <laughs> one act at a time. Because this movie we're talking about is Bullets Over Broadway. That's Yay! the name of this one. Um, but before we get to the serious stuff of what we're <laughs> supposed to be doing, <laughs> Grace, how was your week? It was as weak of things. <laughs> of what? Of things. Of things. Of things. Of what things, Grace? <laughs> I don't even know how to begin. So it's like, okay, so... I have a bunch of saved avocado pits. <laughs> That's the best way to start a sentence. <laughs> How was your week? I have a bunch of saved avocado pits. Shut up! You know this story's gonna be great. <laughs> we eat a lot, of, a lot of avocados in our house, okay? Alright, let's go. I have a lot, right? And I grow them whenever I I can grow them. And right now I do not have room to grow them. So I had them saved. And then I was like, I remembered something about like, um, someone told me like, you can eat avocado uh, pits if you like cook them and I don't know, like make them into a powder or you can do teas with it. And I was like, oh, cool. And so I just Googled what can you do with avocado pits? And one of them was like, oh, you can do a natural dye. Uh And I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, cool, it's going to be a really cool brown color. And then when I was looking, it came out this really dusty pink. I don't like pink, but like, I was like, oh, well, I can try it. I have like one white shirt. Yeah. <clears throat> so I proceeded to boil <laughs> seven, seven or eight avocado pits in a pot of water. Uh-huh. And then I put a shirt in there and you have to let it sit for, you know, at least a day to two. But I let it sit for three days. And then I was like, cool, I can, I can do like a tie dye. Like, this is really cool. I can, I can do tie dye. And then I remembered at the beginning of quarantine when every fucking DIY bitch on YouTube was like tie dyeing your clothes with the things around your house. And I was like, what, what else can I dye? (laughs) (laughs) Remember, I only have one white shirt and I was like, okay, well I have a mask, but I don't want to, I'll tie dye that. The tie-dye didn't work, so the mask came out pink. It's pretty cute. So I have, like, a... Uh, it doesn't look like it's tie-dye. The the color didn't come out too well, so it just looks like it was kind of... The, the t-shirt looks like it was just kind of stained with dirt. Mm-hmm. But the mask came out pretty well, and I was like, okay. Um, I'm going to try other things. I know I have another white shirt somewhere that I'm going to tie-dye this week or try to dye this week. But in my head, I was like, what else can I dye? <clears throat> And so, my how much part- time passed from like the first die to I'm boiling seven avocado pits to you're like looking around the house. You're like, what else can I? Oh do? no 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 no. So like, I like three days. <laughs> 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 like at my house, we don't have like a washer and dryer, so I can't do this a lot. 
mm-hmm. like i i would have to do everything all in bulk and like or small batches and kind of just rinse it out of my very tiny ass sink and then like hang it in my room right so it's like one article of clothing at a time mm-hmm. um and then when i was like what else can i do can i do natural dyes and then i saw something where it was like oh you can like bleach tie dye and I was like, what's this? And then I saw people do this with like black shirts and black sweaters. I was like, that's cool. What can I bleach? <laughs> <laughs> and so I don't have a lot of sweaters in general because um, I don't know. I got rid of all of them for some fucking reason. So my partner, his brother works at a place that screen prints, right? And so he'll just come home with like the seconds, which are like the ones that aren't quite right. Or, like, if they have a surplus of a clothing item, they give it to, they either donate it or give it to um, their workers. And so his brother came home with a bunch of dark hoodies. And I looked at them, and I was like, what can I bleach? <laughs> <laughs> and so oh I was trying them on to see if they fit me, and I just grabbed all the dark ones. Uh-huh. You know, a bunch of them, you know, like a dark purple, dark blue. There was a black one. And then I just, oh, like an orange one. And I was like, okay, cool. And then proceeded to bleach all four of them in the garage without telling anybody. <laughs> because, of quarant- because of quarantine, I do my laundry at my um, at Jack's house, at my partner's yeah. house. Because I don't want to do it. With people, people with people around me, yeah. and also apparently there's a coins shortage in America, which I didn't know about. I didn't know that was real until like I saw a sign that several signs, several restaurants are like, "Please don't give us coins." Or yeah, we can't provide change. Yeah, and then in my head I was like, "I got like four hundred dollars in coins, dude." <laughs> like, You're the laundry. sole reason of the coin shortage. <laughs> I know, but it's it's just you know I collect quarters because I have to do laundry at the laundromat. Yeah, but I'm sitting there and I'm literally like. I have like four buckets set up with like bleach solution. I have my squirter bottle that will squirt bleach for the splash pattern. I have them wrapped up in certain different ways. And so they're all like timed to where like, oh, if I if I start one shirt, I can rinse out the other one. And then like so I don't have to like freak out if I over bleached it or over under bleached it or all these things. And I'm like, it's fucking like I have gloves on, I have a mask on, I have you know, all the safety precautions so when bleach will spill onto me, I will not, you know, go blind or, you know, all those things. (laughs) And his mom walks in on me. (laughs) (laughs) Vigorously, like, shaking something and washing shit out and, like, I'm, like, going all over the garage trying to make sure, like, none of the bleach touches their shit and stuff. She walks in, she she just kind of looks at me and then slowly backs out. (laughs) And I'm like, okay. as you were. <laughs> and I was like, it's fine, it's okay. I'm like, Auntie, did she need to use something? She's like, no. No. <laughs> so she just kind of backs out. And I'm like, oh, if this was any, I seriously look like I'm fucking coming she, out of Breaking Bad, right? Yeah, I have the cover on. <laughs> like, it's just straight up crazy, like crazy looking or like unsettling looking to see yeah. me in the garage, just kind of like. <laughs> rubbing shit together to make sure it gets bleached and so i'm like okay so it it uh that is phase one (laughs) (laughs) 
that you know it took about you know it took maybe like an hour to because every all the pieces of clothing can only soak for 20 minutes before it starts like getting at the clothes like super deteriorating the clothes so i had to work fast right yeah and so i was like putting it in solution to make the bleaching stop and then rinsing it out and trying to do all these things and then put it out in the sun so it can dry so i can wash them right mm-hmm. so i'm trying to do all this and i'm running i'm running around the house and not through it because if i come through with bleach soaked clothing through their living room to the backyard so like if cats <laughs> in the living room he doesn't know what's going on he just sees me running back and forth out of his peripheral as he's fucking watching like republican news and it's just like it's like what is this bitch doing in my backyard and i'm like your shadow in the window running past and i'm also like moving plants out of the way because i don't want it to like drip dry on the plants and kill their plants so i'm like moving shit across the fucking deck and i'm just like i they're gonna kick me out (laughs) i'm never gonna come back but the whole time i'm sitting there and then i'm like okay I have four, and they're beautiful. I love them. The bleach, yeah. the bleach pattern came out pretty well, but <laughs> but now, anytime I see a piece of clothing, <laughs> I'm like, can I bleach it? Can I bleach it? Is this, is this okay? <laughs> can I can I bleach it? Can I do something with it? And it's gotten to the point where I've like severely overhauled a lot of my clothing because some of the shirts I'm just like, eh, they're cool with the graphic. But if I bleach it, yeah, it's another thing. Better. Oh, yeah. No. And then, like, every time that I go to Jack's house now and they have, like, the brother's going to drop off the seconds, so I'm going to be like, can I bleach it? <laughs> so, okay. So that's only that. But also, I actually started looking for anything that looked white. Uh-huh. And I'm like, can I dye tie? Can I dye tie or tie dye it? Because uh-huh. I'm just like, oh, I just need things to do. Because <laughs> I literally have not left my house in weeks unless it's to go to Trader Joe's. And even then, half the time I'm just like, that's a cool Trader Joe's shirt. Can I bleach it? <laughs> so, uh, with with that said, I'm very happy to announce that our first wave of merch. <laughs> Our sit better, poo gentle shirt will have a tie dye variant, thanks to Grace. Oh God! So, no, but seriously, if you do that, it's gonna be a fucking production. <laughs> I'm gonna have a production line because I'm doing this shit for the rest of this winter. All right, so if we do that, we're gonna stream it. Grace is gonna tie have a tie dye instructional class for you somewhere on. Uh, oh my God, I would love that on the, on the Twitch. On Twitch. Yeah, I would love that so much. So after all of this happened, did, was there a moment where, like, after the tie dye uh, running around, where you're just like mm-hmm. having dinner with like Jack's family, and they're like, <laughs> and you're just like, so about earlier? <laughs> oh, we we don't talk about it. Yeah, they're like, I don't want to know. They definitely saw the clothes that I was hanging in the backyard. Okay. And then I was like, hey, Jack, hey, Jack, look what I did. Look what I did. <laughs> and I dragged him outside, and he looks at the clothes. And then he looks at me and he goes, Do your work. <laughs> and, he just walked away. and I'm like, This is like, work. I just was like, You're not appreciative of my art. Yeah. 
Brie was just, I was like, oh yeah, I have essays. Okay. <laughs> Underappreciated artist <laughs> in my time. <laughs> but no, it's really, it's certain. I have a pile of clothing. And some of it is pants. And I'm just like, it's going to bleach. I'm a diet. I'm a diet. It's funny too, because like before we record, uh, me and Grace uh, check like do a check in. We talk about each other's. Uh, we talk and ask each other about how our life is going outside of yeah. the podcast, outside of the world of John Cusack. So when I first asked her, I was like, "How are things?" She's like, "Ah, you know, just a little behind on some stuff." <laughs> and then I, <laughs> randomly, I was like, "So Grace, I saw that you're tie dyeing stuff now on Instagram." <laughs> that's what prompted this story just... okay no because <laughs> that was like jack didn't appreciate it Instagram <laughs> jack's over here like do your work you hear that jack <laughs> he loves everything i do but he always has to be like why are you doing this? This has nothing to do. You are almost a forty-year-old woman, fucking cropping hoodies and tie-dye things. What is happening? Like, go outside. I just want to create. I can't do anything else right now. Oh. But it's, it's seriously it's it's quite a bit of a problem because i'm just like everything everything in my head is like oh i can bleach that <laughs> just looking at people's shirts they're like i wonder what that would look like tie-dye. straight up that is what is <laughs> happening in my little lizard brain right now because i'm i tend to tunnel in on things when i find something i like <laughs> so I'm just straight up like no this happens because being in quarantine I was just like oh I can make masks I have a ton of like malung fabric which is like fabric from the Philippines or batik fabric it's like I have a ton that's not being used I can make masks for all my friends and then my arthritis kicked in <laughs> I, like, I can't make anything <laughs> without sorry friends fend for yourselves <laughs> Pretty much, dude. So I was like, you'll get them for Christmas if I get a sewing machine, but nowhere is making sewing machines and they're sold out everywhere. So I was like, well, no one's getting a mask. (laughs) And then uh, I just, we have a lot of avocados and I started growing them. And then I'm also like, oh shit, I have 60 avocados right now. This is the only thing people are getting for their birthday and Christmas and anniversaries and any goddamn time I see them. I miss you so much. Have an avocado tree. Because that was another thing that I saw on your Instagram story. <laughs> Stop calling out my Instagram. I'm sorry. I can't do anything else. I don't talk to you. No, but like it's, it's, it's like look, you can tie dye avocados like all you want. I think it's great. I, it's just funny how like we don't talk about this until I reference it on the podcast. I was like, so Grace, I said that you had so many avocados. You've been to my house too. The only person, the only people who know like my plant addiction is like Jack, because every time he comes over, he's like. Where to put my stuff? <laughs> it's like 
<laughs> underneath something because the plant is right there. It's <laughs> like, okay. And like Mark, who entered my room back in February and was like, oh, you have plants. He hasn't seen it lately. And Mark Abrigo, if you're listening to this, 40% of my room is just a plant. <laughs> He, was, he knows. I mean, they see me bringing plants home every now and then. They're like, oh, cool. Add to the jungle. And I'm like, no, you but y'all. have no idea. <laughs> Come on, y'all. Like, literally, it's a jungle, though. <laughs> I, got, <laughs> I got 60 avocado plants right now. <laughs> I wish I was joking. <laughs> You're not. I've seen the story. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out the password for our social media account because oh, it's saved God. on my phone. <laughs> so now I'm going to give, well, once I figure that out, I'm going to give uh, the password to Grace so she can share all of these stories with you guys. I feel like y'all need to know, like, our the private things that we, well, the quote-unquote private things, but the, yeah. the personal, the there we go. To share. The personal things that we have talked about but not really super referenced, like John's YouTube. Um, yeah account or like our toy collection because you guys haven't y'all listeners have not seen that mm-hmm. um and so i was like oh it'd be really cool if we started showing these things that we talked about in the podcast on instagram and then he started bringing up my tie-dye and plant shit and i'm like no 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 that shit no one's seeing this it's just like this is a problem Toys are fine. I can show you my toy collection, but don't come for my fucking avocados, dude. You know what's coming for? We just want to see. It's a goddamn problem. <laughs> Quarantine. Quarantine's hard, okay? <laughs> it's very hard. <laughs> it's such a goddamn mess. It's my mess, and I love it. But I can also show you the, the fucking tie-dye adventures I'm going to have for the next few weeks. And I, I got a couple of jeans I want to try. <laughs> There's a dress that's just plain, and I'm like, that'd be good if it was tie-dyed or, like, ombre-dyed, which I'm like, I want to do that. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I want to do that. <laughs> I have a feeling, because, like, <laughs> me and Grace with our friends, we've been talking about, like, going to, like, L.A., Rent-A-Castle, record a bunch of podcasts up there. I imagine when I see you, like, every article of clothing you wear for however long we're out there is, like, tie-dye. Oh, absolutely. So I'm, I'm ready Everything for it. You all are getting presents that are tie-dye. <laughs> I haven't seen you all in, like, nine months. Here's a tie-dye towel. <laughs> yeah, <they're> like, <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. Mm. <laughs> So our merch might just be something Grace tie-dyed, and then I write on that says CTF, which I realize was been brought to my attention. I'm missing a T. <laughs> when we had guests last God. week, people, what? So we got with people want to know. I had to sit there and be like, "What the fuck is CTF?" Yeah. Apparently that's what everyone said because like all for our like our usernames and stuff or like our email, I just put CTF. So like on Zencast where I recorded CTF and then my initials. Then someone on the the one of our guests last week, I think it was Tim, he was like, the fuck is CTF? And I was like, Cusack to the future is like, John, you're missing a T. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's fine. It's it's CTF. It's just just make the Cusack the future. (laughs) (laughs) Just make the T have two legs, so it looks like a like a like a almost numeral two, but not. All right. Oh God! Anyways, how was your week, John? Uh, (laughs) I just sent into madness. It was also fueled by the bleach fumes. But how are you? All the running and deep inhalation of all the bleach fumes that you had. It's Uh, (laughs) so bad. (laughs) I love this. Shut up. I'm coping in my own way, okay? <laughs> no, it's great. <laughs> and, and you, know I that, you, you know that when I go over to your house, you're going to be missing articles of clothing. No. I'm just going to give it back to you when we go to LA and be like... It's like, where's my comforter, yeah. my towels, my bed sheets, <laughs> my pillowcase? Where's my dog? Because <laughs> I, um, I started, started looking at some of my t-shirts, like my nerd t-shirts, and I was like... I can bleach it. Yeah, like this needs to be bleached. Yeah. Doctor Strange shirt. That's a post. <laughs> we can bleach Doctor Strange. <laughs> we, can be- we can bleach this. <laughs> um. See, I told you. Like before we started recording, you're just like, I could do 15 minutes of bleach tie dye talk. I was like, that's under because we're gonna go at least 20 minutes. <laughs> right now, I can unedited. Talk. This is 22 minutes. Shut. Sure. Perfect. <laughs> I can show you the different ways of folding that I used to do. <laughs> oh, God. So if you want to see Grace's Twitch uh, tie-dye uh, clothes channel, uh, be sure to like or upvote this comment. <laughs> Shut up. Upvote. Get the fuck out of here. How was your week, John? You talk about your week. I'm done. <laughs> um, well... <laughs> Uh, speaking of uh, <laughs> I don't know how to transition out of that but it's funny because alright so I, I went to uh, Southern California this week I went to San Diego to visit some family and uh, and then uh, LA and I started posting pictures of, you do not uh, understand how confused I was <laughs> started posting things that were outside of your house See, now I just imagine, like, the timeline for this. I go to San Diego. I post a picture of Hodad's, this, like, burger joint in San Diego that I really love. Grace sees said picture of burger, wrist deep in bleach and t-shirts. <laughs> She's like, the fuck is he? It's basically what I did. I responded to him, how the fuck? Because in my head, I was like, how did he get Hodaz in San Francisco? <laughs> That's one bitch of an Uber Eats. <laughs> I started up was like, did they open a location here? Like, how did you get this? Yeah. And then I continued to, like, and I saw that message and I didn't know how to reply to it. <laughs> I don't know what she wants <laughs> me to say to this. So I just kept posting more pictures of San Diego. And I think you just got more angry. (laughs) Like in my logic brain, I knew it was like, oh, he's probably visiting his family in San Diego. But my lizard ass bleach fume brain was like, 
How is this happening? And did he time warp? Are these pictures from like two years ago? And he didn't. T- he just decided not to put the date. Like, where is he? What's happening? What's going on? Why is he at these places? How is he in San Diego? Like, I went on this whole fucking tirade that I didn't text to you, but I shut up because I was straight up like. I don't understand what is happening. I right really now. wish you did because then I would have had more material to read <laughs> on air. Oh my god. It's just I was just like and I don't know if I texted you like, are you fucking in San Diego? No, because this is literally the thread. Post a picture of Ho Dads. Grace, fucking how? <laughs> <laughs> Post a picture of the San Diego Convention Center. Grace, all caps. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) And then, like, three more pictures later, (laughs) a picture of a bait shop, which is like that that store that we have here, but also in San Diego. Yeah. And then Grace comments, I hate you. Like I was try, I was going to try to respond to every picture because I was severely confused. <laughs> I was severely confused, and then I, I think by the time you got to bait, I was like, "Oh, he left the city." <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I don't know what she's responding to <laughs> with such anger. Like, How dare you have a good time? <laughs> well, was all, did I say thanks for the invite or something like yeah, that? You're like TFTI, and yeah, I was like, like, "I'm sorry," and then you're like, "No, you're not. You're living your best San <laughs> oh, Diego yeah. life." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh. mind you, I don't leave my house. Yeah. I barely leave my room, and this motherfucker's fucking gallivanting around San Diego. <laughs> Yes, that's exactly what I was doing. Just gallivanting around. See, okay, and then the flip side of that, Grace is going crazy because of all the bleach she inhaled. Me, on the other hand, I left Thursday night at Friday morning, three a.m. So I drive drive straight through San, like LA, San Diego. I get to like San Diego at around uh, 11, uh, 11, 11.30, Checked in twelve thirty. I was tired. I was confused. I Wait, was, was that at night? Yeah, you three got in the there morning. at night. Oh, fuck you. Oh, my God. Yeah, so three in the morning, I left, and then we got there at like 10 a.m. So, and I didn't eat anything for the entire ride except like coffee or uh, uh, ice, uh, iced coffee, energy drinks, and some gummy bears. Dude, so I was be... fucked up by the time I got to San Diego. That crash must have been horrible. It was bad. So I was shaking. I was oh, like, no. I was just, I was checking in. Like, my girlfriend was just like, Are you okay? I was like, No, I'm gonna fucking rest. <laughs> Let me sleep. Yeah, she she's never seen me like that, so I was just like, oh, fucking my little order, what's wrong? <laughs> so I felt like I was the Flash, and I tapped into the Speed Force, and I was seeing like all dimensions all at once. <laughs> so we're at our hotel. We're kind of like trying to settle down because I'm about to meet my cousin for dinner. Um, and I was just like, oh, cool. They opened a Ho Dad's, like like this burger place that I went to a few years ago when I went to San Diego. We went last year. Uh, with our friends when we went to San Diego Comic Con. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, they opened one like a few blocks from here, like right next to the hotel. I could walk over there, but I'm really fucking tired. So I had DoorDash, a burger place two blocks away to my (laughs) room. And mind you, I was hungry. So I was like, I'll get a double cheeseburger, everything on it. Uh, And for my girlfriend, I ordered a cheeseburger, 
everything on it, no pickles. Waits like 10 minutes and it gets there. And I'm fucking ready to eat. This is like up there for like one of my favorite burger joints. And I think I told you guys that last year too when we went. Mm. So yeah, yeah. I was very excited to eat it. I was just like, oh man, I've like first meal in San Diego. I'm fucking ready. I've been waiting for this. I open it and there's no fucking ingredients or toppings like on my burger. It's just literally bun, cheese, patty, patty, bun. What the I fuck? Like, I was like, that's fucking upsetting. I was like, Hodez like has like those big fucking burgers just filled with like yeah. everything. So I was like really disappointed. And my girlfriend knew how excited I was for this. She was, oh, so no. she was just like, and she didn't see what I was eating or like all everything that unfolded on my end because she's also tired. So she's just like, um, <laughs> I know that you're very excited for this burger, but uh, like if this is how you're supposed to eat it and enjoy it, like if like it's part of the experience, I'll try it. But uh, I don't like like I thought like she's like. I don't like pickles. And I was like, yeah, I remember you told me you don't like pickles. And she's like, so why did you order a cheeseburger with nothing on it? Just pickles. Oh, no. <laughs> and it was just a whole bed of pickles. And I was just like, I was like, God damn. <laughs> How do you fuck up that order? How do you reverse that order? I don't want pickles. All the pickles and nothing else. <laughs> yeah. so I, I, I want everything. You get nothing. You get nothing. <laughs> So mind you, all of this is unfolding within like five minutes. Oh, so God, I, 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 I take the picture, I put it online. I'm confused why there's <laughs> nothing on my burger. I'm confused why my girlfriend has nothing but pickles on her burger. And then my phone dings. I was like, oh, cool. Maybe it's DoorDash. Tell me, oh, sorry, we fucked your burger up because fucking someone else, this, this pickle burger was supposed to go to someone else. I check my, inst it's just a notification from Instagram. Grace being like, how the fuck? And I was like, yes, Grace, how the fuck indeed? What are we talking about? Like the timing of everything. I was just like, the confusion from both of us. You yeah. were tired and hungry and just like, your stomach is like eating itself in the leftover gummy bears and yeah. I'm just fucking breathing in bleach yeah. and the whole time we're like what's happening why is any of this real why is this our lives <laughs> so uh listeners all seven of you you don't know how close the hosts of Q's Back to the Future were to death this weekend <laughs> At least you went outside, okay? Yeah. Well, if I was gonna die, I'd rather die inside. I'm fucking gonna die in the garage of my boyfriend's house. <laughs> just, just fucking face down. It's just, it's not even face down, you just, what is it, like, you just see me collapse like in fucking Family Guy when I really get hit by anything, and just on the side, just some random ass... I'm just clutching my fucking tie-dye. Grace's uh, uh, jacket is telling you to go to work. Do your work. Do your work. Do your work. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. I'm the worst. <laughs> um, but aside from that, uh, I we went to explore San Diego, got to meet up with my cousin, went to... Uh, like a comic book tour. So we, we checked out a bunch of comic book stores in oh, LA. Yeah, yeah. Um, we went to Frank and Sons and then we hung out with Risa, uh, one of my favorite people, Risa Donato. Yeah. 
Uh, who is Donato. now a uh, Funko oh. Pop collector, <laughs> thanks to me. Rise of Donato, Rise Above It Productions. Yeah. So, hello, yeah. friend. I asked her, too. Um, I'm I'm working on a vlog for this trip. I haven't put out a video for that channel in a while. But for uh, the YouTube channel, Nerdy Scoundrel, I filmed some stuff. So, it's hopefully up by this weekend. Uh, Yay! In, in, that, uh, in that video, I was like, Risa. How many Funko Pops did you have before today? And she's like, three. I was like, how many did you buy today? She's like, three. So I was like, we doubled it, guys. She has six now. Oh, so man. She has six now. Rise at the slippery slope. You got to limit yourself, dude. No, no. <laughs> See, no, 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 no. Because me and you, we have our limits. Like, I'm only collecting the Filipino ones. Yeah. Anything that has to do with the crow and yeah. like masculine Mulan, right? Yeah. You're limiting your collection to what? For Funko? Oh. Yeah. I don't know now. Like, cause every, like, like every time we, like in our group chat for the toy chat, I'm like, <laughs> I don't collect Funko. And then I would drop like 17 pictures of shit that's about to happen. Yeah. Because you just started what? Just doing Dragon Ball Z? I started Dragon Ball Z and then Batman the Animated Series. Oh, yeah. And I then did. Bruce Lee. And then Ninja Turtles because they're doing the movie. <laughs> Yeah, you're a Funko collection. Both of us are Funko collectors. Yeah. We don't want to admit it. We, I. All right. So I have. I, ta I, I take responsibility so for my, like, my toy collecting. Like, I, like, I own up to, like, I have a toy problem, possibly, maybe. Yeah, we both do. <laughs> but I think the Funko, I will point the finger at my girlfriend because she buys a lot of Funkos. So when she's looking at Funko, <laughs> like, this weekend we went to the Funko store. In Hollywood. So I was like there and I was like, God damn it, they got Kato. Mm, but, yeah, that um, would be a good one. So I bought it, especially it was Kato Unmasked. And Seems... I was like, I need this oh. because I don't know if I've told this story to you, Grace, but a few years ago, me and my cousin went to a Halloween club, uh, not Halloween, a club that was having a Halloween party. And I dressed up as Kato one year. And like he was just as like Ash Ketchum from Pokemon. And then <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I saw pictures of that somewhere. Yeah. So I was very excited. I was like, fuck yeah, I'm Kato. And I was very excited. And then we get to the, the door. The bouncer's like, sorry, guys, no masks or hats. And I was like, what? And he was just like, yeah. Um, my cousin was just as Robin. He's like, you can't can't wear a mask. Whoa. Okay. And I was like, so it's just a dude with a shirt. He was like, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, what about me? You know? I was like, I'm Kato. And he was just like, sorry, man, no mask for anybody. So I like, and once you take the mask off Kato, you're just a limo driver. <laughs> <laughs> so I met this club <laughs> as a limo driver walking around drinking. And people are like looking at me, just shaking their head like, that limo driver is getting drunk. I don't think that's very responsible. Oh my god! So um, I saw an unmasked Kato Funko Pop, and I was like, "Hey, it's me at Halloween." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my so, god! I'm just thinking about your cousin who's just a dude in a shirt. He's just a, all right, and he was like, his costume wasn't like. Sorry, Bob, but your costume wasn't very good. It was just like one of those re like Robin shirts, like that has a logo on it. Like you find it like Hot Topic and shit. He didn't even have a mask. He had like gloves, a shirt, and then the fucking mask. So it's like, all right, lazy. So without the mask, <laughs> without the mask, he's just a dude in a gl in with gloves. And a Robin shirt. I'm like, oh you god. just look weird. Oh my god. 
So you're like, I need this. I need this photo yeah. right now. I need this sad memory represented on my show. I'm gonna say <laughs> <laughs> the memories it brings back. Yeah. And oh, then we Halloween. Have- Halloween is coming, so I'm very excited. Yeah. For, like I'm not celebrating this year, but like I don't think I have a lot is. of. Are we allowed to celebrate? Like this is the fucking little. The one year in like eight years, it's been on a Saturday. I know. And it's like the most <laughs> anti-COVID thing where like, yes, how do you normally celebrate Halloween? By going to strangers' houses and then taking some candy from <laughs> people you don't know. Yes. And then safe. sometimes being invited to their house, inside their house to explore their scariness. <laughs> yeah. But people are still decorating, which I think is. That's, um, I do like that. Like, I mean, cool. people are still going to walk around. They're stuck on a trick or treat, right? Yeah. I hope not. Jesus Christ. I hope not. <laughs> but, um, like yeah. are you big on Halloween, Grace? Like, I, normally, not I, like this I, fucked up year. <laughs> I like the concept of Halloween. Mm-hmm. I'm one of those people who was like, oh man, if I ever get invited to a Halloween party, I'm going to go all out and then never get invited to a Halloween party. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I, the last couple of Halloweens, um, before I met Jack were not the greatest for me. And mm. so I was like, okay, it's starting to be like one of those, those things that I associate with like for certain. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I can't have that. I hate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want that. Um, last year we were going to try and find a party to go to, or just kind of wander into like the, um, the arcade place. Mm-hmm. That they were having something. But I think we were just so tired. that we just like fell asleep early. And I was just like, you sure you don't want to go out? And he was no. <laughs> but we both had costumes. Well, was Last year, the re- the year that we did the reading. Right? And then Jack was uh, Marty. Was that on Halloween? I think that was a few days before. But we, we had costumes. Oh, yeah. No, we year. dressed. Yeah, we were supposed to yeah. dress up for that. And I think only a few of us dressed up. Yeah, I think it was just us. <laughs> and what, what, Halloween was on a weird day? It was like f- Thursday, Friday? It was, yeah, it was some weird day. Something so, like that. So we, um, yeah, I, I just, so I had like a black and white striped shirt and like black tights. And then I just carried around a pillowcase that had um, a money sign on it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I had like a Kato mask and I was just, Jack's like, what the fuck are you? And I'm like, I'm a burglar. See, for me, like, nothing about what you said applies to this, but I just heard, like, black and white stripes. I was like, hamburger. <laughs> you're going to steal hamburgers because hamburgers are awesome. And then you're like, no, John, just a regular burglar. I should have. Well, I was going to try and make cat ears so I could be a cat burglar, like a cat in a tail. Oh, but yeah. I was like, oh, that would have been funny. But, like, no one would have gotten it. <laughs> And then People aren't as clever. <laughs> Jack was gonna dress up as like the dad from um oh god, what is it called? Friday. Mm, yeah. Yeah, because I think he had just passed, and so Yeah. Like Jack was gonna dress up like him. Oh. Yeah. But I was just like, oh, I don't know how to do costumes. I think my favorite <laughs> costume from a few years ago was uh me and my cousins uh dressed up as ninja turtles. Um, oh. And then that year, like a lot, of, like a lot of awesome things happened. Like we just that whole weekend, we just went out and dressed up as Ninja Turtles. Um, I 
uh, I saw I, like that was one of the nights where like I, I actually ran into my girlfriend before we ever met in like school and stuff. So that was pretty fun. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I took a picture one year with like these four Ninja Turtles and one of them was really drunk. And I was like, you don't say <laughs> I, I was like and she's like, yeah, I still have a, th- a picture. And then she, we looked at it. I was like, holy shit, it was me. And this is like two years before we ever met. That's hilarious. So um, I was I was Leo because that's my turtle. Yeah. Um, but one of the nights that we went, we went to this one club and it was a rave. But I don't think they were celebrating Halloween. It was just a regular rave night. <laughs> so we were the only no. people in costume. He just walked in as turtles and everyone else is like tripping on eating me. Like, yeah. kind of yeah. fucking hallucination. What the fuck is this? And mind you, our costume was like, we had the Ninja Turtle shirts. Where it's just like, again, like one of those logo shirts where you get at Hot Topic. So we just had yeah. like a turtle design. We cut off the sleeves because we were young <laughs> and kind of douchey. So we were sleeveless shirts. Oh and then no. we had like brown shorts. And then we had like one of those plastic turtle uh, shells. Mm-hmm. And then one night, like, we're getting drunk, and it was, like, $25 to get into the club. And young, I was like, whatever, we're going to have fun. Get in there. No one is in costume. Everyone is uh, doing what you do in raves. And at one, at one point, <laughs> we're trying to decide, like, should we leave and then find another Halloween club, like, party or something? And then I realized that I, all of my turtle brothers were in front of me, but someone was, like, pressed up against me. Oi. And some dude wasn't doing anything too creepy, but he was clearly very, very high. And he was just like running his fingers through like the lines of my shell. And I was like, excuse you. And he was like, (laughs) I see he looks at me and then he looks up at my mask and he goes, Leo, I've been looking for you. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, dude, you leave us alone. You are and, so on E right now. Stop touching yeah, I was the like, texture. Stop touching, stop touching my shell, please. Oh, no. I was like, I want to retreat to my shell. And I, just, I like that pickup line, though. That would, that would have been a cute, a good, neat cute. It's like, it? Leo, Leo, I've been looking for you. If he wasn't touching on you and doing all yeah. that weird, creepy stuff. but So that would have been great. And then, mind you, and again, when things happen for me, it all happens at once, like my burger story. So oh, no. I turn, and then my cousin um, was already very drunk. And then at this point, he he can't handle his liquor very well. And he's also <laughs> kind of clumsy. So he just body splashes or like <gasps> just a snook a splash onto like this table filled with drinks, knocks all this shit over. <gasps> and of course, like I tried to distance myself from the situation because I don't want to get kicked out of the $25 club. But of oh, course, who's gonna believe that I'm not with him because all four <laughs> of us are dressed like ninja <laughs> turtles? <laughs> So the fucking bouncer comes up to us and he's just like, Ninja Turtles, you guys are out. <laughs> so at this point, I'm mad. We've been there for less than an hour, maybe 30 minutes, and oh, I'm no. yelling at him. This this cuz particular cousin was just as Raph. I'm dressed as Leo. Oh, I'm God. yelling. I'm getting really mad. I'm like, where the fuck are we going to go now, guys? My cousin Don, like who's dressed up as Donnie, is on his cell phone looking up different clubs we can do. So everything's very much in character still. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. My cousin, who's just as Mike, he's like, I don't know, but wherever we go, we're going to go. It should be fun still. But I'm just yelling at Raphael. I'm like, man, where the fuck are we going to go? We wasted $25. You're not even that, like, how drunk are you? Should we take you home? But then if you go home, we're just three fucking Ninja Turtles. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm fucking going after him. 
and then like we're like i'm like it's outside the club and then right on cue this homeless guy walks by is like you tell him leonardo you tell master splinter on his ass. <laughs> so i was like pretty mad and i heard that i was like that's fucking funny <laughs> that's pretty fucking great oh god so halloween for me is a uh, very fun and eventful mm-hmm. when i when i do go out it's just uh I think also, like, I'm fucking almost 40. I'm like, I can't do this thing anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like, the last few years, I haven't been going out because I was like, I don't, it's not for me anymore. <laughs> because everyone is just these babies who can't handle their liquor. Yeah. And it's crowded, and I just want to be home eating candy, watching yeah, scary movies. Because the biggest thing I can think of is like, what, and it's really funny. I was like, I think one of the best things we could do for Halloween is just, you know, have have a movie night with a bunch mm-hmm. of us just dressed up, drink drinking whatever, but just chilling and watching scary movies or hocus pocus and just be mm-hmm. like, and Beetlejuice and just be like eating candy and just being that again. Because I do not want to go to a club ever again. Yeah. Clubs are terrible places. When you go there, people touch your turtle shell. I don't need that. I always see, like, these white bitches on, like, the floor of the bathroom (laughs) just, like, crying about something. And, like, every other bitch is there trying to give her advice. And they're all on the floor. And I'm like, I just need to pee. Get out of my way. (laughs) Get out of the way. You know? And it's like, I don't bond in that way and my friends would do that too like they'd be like having these fucking sob sessions in the bathrooms and i was like i don't get off the floor bitch (laughs) (laughs) like clubs for me is just like it's so anxiety inducing so i'm like anytime someone wants to go to a club like sure and then i just kind of you know go in the giant ass dance circle that we're not allowing anyone else in even though we're taking up you know so much real estate chunk yeah and i'm just like i don't i don't know how to do this yeah like close for me is just it's it's, sometimes you have to pay to get in it's expensive to drink and then everyone there just seems either unhappy or terrible people yeah (laughs) see i also i also forget that like most of the time guys have to pay because i'm that bitch that goes to the club at nine before you have to pay cover I do that too. I'm like, what time is early bird? Because we're checking in. Yeah, can I just walk in at seven and then just you I'll know just stay there, nurse a drink for the next seven hours? Yeah, but yeah, I'm like, I'm good with my sparkling water. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, clubs aren't the biggest thing for me, but I do, I, I do kind of wonder like what Halloween's gonna look like after this, and I know people are gonna be like, it's just gonna go back to the normal, and I'm like, I don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> But I think, like, you know, just everyone having, like, just even, like, having a movie night and dressing up in our onesies at someone's, like, sleepover house. Like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I'd actually prefer that. <laughs> yeah. I think that would be much better. Yeah. But I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Halloween's such a... I can't believe it's fucking next week already. I know. Like, I don't... Like, you said it earlier. You're like, uh, August was two months ago. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I was like, I didn't even think hell? about that. August was two months ago. My like, birthday was that long ago? <laughs> <laughs> I think that because that's when I stopped counting days. <laughs> so when we passed my birthday and I was like, all right, 
whatever happens after this happens. <laughs> My birthday's over. Oh. So, um, it's okay. But yeah, we'll see. Uh, other stuff that uh we're gonna do, like possibly <laughs> a murder mystery show that me and Grace have been talking about with other people. I'm hoping so, but we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, that would be fun. Uh, but yeah, uh, 48 minutes in, we haven't talked oh, about the movie. <laughs> Maybe we should do checkups every now. Yeah, I like this better. <laughs> I don't have much to say about this movie, unfortunately. Oh. So this works out for me. Did Grace, you like how it? did you? Uh, Grace, how did you <laughs> like this movie? <laughs> yeah, actually, I actually really liked it. Really? Yeah, I I did. I I don't want to go as far to say I love it. I think that may happen after a couple more watchings and I'm down to watch this over and over again because I thought it was just really funny and witty this was your first time watching it sorry it was my first time watching it and I think and I you know like I am just a Broadway person anyways like I love plays I love musicals I love Broadway I know that there's problems with it (laughs) Mm -hmm. um and but I will always try to see a Broadway show whenever I can right Mm -hmm. um and I know that it, it didn't focus too much on the idea of Broadway. And I mean, what does Broadway mean in the 1920s, right? But um, I thought it was just really funny. I love the dialogue. The The thing is, like, I'm slowly coming to terms with me actually liking Woody Allen movies, even though I don't like Woody Allen. And I I don't like that. Yeah. You know? Like, I... I can't divorce the art from the artist because i know he's just kind of a not great person yeah but um i like his movies and it sucks <laughs> i like parts of his movies i think like mm-hmm. certain elements of his movies like well, we talked about like i like his dialogue yeah his dialogue's really good the way that he and his direction i think is just really funny mm-hmm. like what other movies have you seen from him uh annie hall that, um, I haven't seen that one in a long time, but that one was like quippy, right? And he starred in that one, right? Yeah, with yeah, Diane, Diane Keaton, Keaton, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's the only other one I've. Seen. There might uh, ants. <laughs> was that written by him? No, but he was the voice of oh, one of the ants. I think. I was like, did he write that? Because I'm gonna have an existential like crisis <laughs> right now. I do remember ants. I liked ants. Yeah. Did did I like it better than Bugs Life? No. For, for one, uh, for a stretch of my life, I thought they were the same movie. <laughs> I think I'm getting confused because I was like, is Louis is, uh, Louis Dreyfus in there? What's her name uh, from Seinfeld? Or is that? that no, she was in one. Bugs Life. She's yeah. not an ants. Okay, I don't. Yeah, they're the same fucking movie. Me. <laughs> yeah, like just like we thought. Um, Fucking Real Steel was a Rock'em Sock'em Robot movie, which we know now it's not. It's not, and it's yeah, getting a sequel. Really I'm so happy. It's or, really good. Yeah, it really is. It's being discussed, right? Or yeah, they're talking about it because of its success on Netflix. But back to this movie we're talking about. <laughs> you can tell I'm just trying to push the conversation to any other. He doesn't movie, want to but... talk about this movie. I, I again, I did really, really like the movie. The premise of the movie is that it's set in the 1920s in New York because mm-hmm. Broadway, mm-hmm. but it's this like. Star, not starving artist. Is he starving Str- artist? Struggling. There we go. Struggling. Yeah. Struggling playwright who has a has a play that has that is good, mm-hmm. and they 
put they're trying to find someone to finance it and they find this like mobster guy to do it and the only he's he's willing to front the money the only catch is you have to uh cast his girlfriend as a role right so the whole time this girl is just not the best actress and so played by jennifer tilly so you she's know. i love her so much she's hilarious but the whole time it's like john's character realizes he is not a good playwright because mm-hmm. everyone is constantly critiquing the play and he's just like you don't understand my autistic vision and then like jennifer tilly who is the mobster's girlfriend um has a bodyguard and the bodyguard the mob the goon bodyguard is like giving him really good edits and then he realizes like oh he's going to um rework my play to make it better Mm -hmm. and so it's it's i thought it was just really funny because it's the whole time he's like people don't talk like that but then when you would hear the edit the re-edits of the dialogue like i'm like it still doesn't sound like how people talk this Exactly. And that was my main thing because this is 1920s. This is gangsters. Oh, and they're not talking like gangsters spoke in the 20s. No one said, here's the script, see? This is not a Dick Tracy film. Oh my goodness. <laughs> no one talks been. like Dick Tracy. It it was very interesting to to see how he envisioned 1920s New York Broadway. Mm-hmm. Um because there were parts where I was just like, oh, this just sounds like now, but they're in 1920s garb. And I think, um, like, the Even main... the garb, though, what, like, they were dressed nicer. But then, like, I guess it was subtle that I didn't think, like, there'd be times where I, I would forget they were in the 1920s. Except when there's that scene where the one of the actors was in his underwear, his, his long johns. <laughs> and I was like, oh, right. One of the actors, 1920s. you mean John Cusack, woke up in his adult sleeping window? <laughs> <laughs> yes. There was, uh, I think the 20s came out when the mobsters would show up because they were in suits. Mm-hmm. And when the women would show up because, you know, they're dressed as flappers. Mm. But whenever Cusack came out, it was just fucking a sweater and a coat. <laughs> it was just like, yeah. hold up. Motherfucker's not even wearing a hat. Yeah. Like, like John just wants to be comfortable. <laughs> so it's just, I was like, yeah. And the I did like his the way his character is written up to a certain point. And then John was telling me, it was just like, it's just it's a role played uh, a role written by Woody Allen for Woody Allen, but he wasn't young enough to be cast as this playwright. And I was like, no, that totally makes sense because he's yeah. he. John is trying his best to summon the nervousness of Woody Allen and the physical tics of Woody Allen, but it doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. But you, I mean, you got yelling John in this one. Yeah, like this movie opened with yelling, like yelling Cusack. And I was like, yes, that's what I'm here yeah. for. And then he kept yelling. And then once it became clear to me that I was like, he's playing Woody Allen. <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> like, there are, like, I did not like this movie as much as Grace did. I liked parts of this movie. I thought the cast was great. Yeah. I love the dialogue. Um, but I just didn't like the Cusack the character Cusack was playing because it is just Woody. Yeah. Um, there was this one scene where like 
that's when when I checked out kind of as far as Cusack's role. Uh, everyone around him was still like really funny doing their thing. But uh, Cusack <laughs> kept threatening to quit because people weren't listening to him or taking or just telling him to do certain things about with his own project that he didn't want to do. And then finally he goes to meet uh, the gangster's girlfriend. And uh, the whole time he's very nervous. He's talking about how he doesn't feel well. He just wants to leave. And like, that's when I was just like, this is a fucking Woody Allen role. And then that's when I was like, I'm not interested in this. I think he had some good, good, good parts though like there was just some fucking comedic genius on like john's role like he would there's the part where he has a nightmare and he just starts screaming in the that middle of the night great. i think that's when you see like the 1920s like how men slept in <laughs> in onesie pajamas it was very odd because i was yeah. like this is i don't like the way it fits him but I was, yeah. <laughs> like, he just woke up he just woke up screaming, I'm a sellout, I'm a sellout, I'm a sellout. And then he goes to the window and goes, I'm a whore. That was great. Like, that's all I ever wanted, especially with Cusack's yelling voice. He's like, I'm a whore. I'm a prostitute. <laughs> yeah. And so it's just, it's very, it's a very interesting thing. And I, and I think Alan or Woody tends to do this in some of his films of like, how do you divorce art from love mm-hmm. and like true art true art is unappreciated right like in their lifetime and they have and he, ha- he has another movie that i really like that i rewatched recently which is like oh this is just all banter and i realized like oh that's the thing of woody allen it's called midnight i think it's called midnight in paris with mm-hmm. owen which which owen brother is it um the one like oh god is it the one in shanghai noon Yes, the one with the broken nose. Not yes. Luke, the other one. Owen the blonde, the blonde one. Yeah. 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 The one who was uh in cars. Yes. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. So he he's in that one. And the whole time he's trying to figure out like he's also a struggling writer. And in <laughs> that one, like he kind of does this time travel thing. Where he goes back to like the expats in Paris and meets like um, Hemingway and um, just a, th- those folks who were there, right? And, and oh God, what was her name? Gertrude Stein. And like, I love those. Well, I love Gertrude Stein, Hemingway, not so much. But it was like that salon of like intellectual writers who like everything that they talk about gets turned into like a moral discussion mm. right and that was pretty much the whole movie and um and he's like that's the kind of intellectual thing i need the stimulation the the conversation around what art and is and is not and how what true art form is and so it, it comes up in this movie again where they do have he like John's character and John's character's name is David. David has this group of artists who are unappreciated, undiscovered, um, unrelenting in their in their art and their refusal to quote unquote sell sell out. And the whole time, I'm like, dude, you're just talking shit, but it's funny shit. Mm. Like, like later on they have a discussion about like how sex sex is economical (laughs) Mm -hmm. right and i i liked that scene because like 
John's girlfriend is cheating on him when he's cheating on her as well. And she basically just says he he um does sex better than you and that's why I'm with him. Right? But I love you as a person and not as an artist and they get back together. But whatever. But the whole time they're having this discussion about the idea of like good sex. Yeah. Whereas like good sex the and confusing it with love. It, how long yeah, quantity and quality are two different yeah. things, and they're just talking about it in a very distinct... They're yelling about it on, like, the fire escapes of New York in the middle of the night, and they're having this intellectual conversation about, like, sex and orgasm. And I thought that was hilarious. But also, I was just like, who talks like this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fucking bring... Fucking what's his name? <laughs> from, from this movie. In. Who speaks like this? Chaz Palmentary. I think that's his name. Yeah, Chaz. I forgot the actor, but Chaz yeah. is the one who reworks the play. And I thought it was very, very nice to make him look like a smart guy, even though he was a goon. Mm-hmm. But then they played it up too much to the point where it's like nothing's going to. He becomes he basically becomes John and that circle of like intellectuals where it's like, I'm not going to compromise my vision. Mm-hmm. Right. Even though he, that's what he did to John's character or to David. And so, and he goes as far as like killing a character because she's not a good. Yeah. And it's his boss's girlfriend. Yeah. So he kills like Jennifer Tilly's character because she, in her very small part, like she was the one that. Ruining the the play. Ruining the play. And he, and he's like, my play, my play. Yeah. So it's it's very interesting turnaround for that, but I was just like some of the parts I I was like okay. There's the storyline of John and him trying to become a successful playwright on Broadway, and then there is the mobster story, which I thought I was just like oh is this just what happened in 1920s New York was just people would just walk up and kill people and then will go away like yeah. You know, and and again, like that's kind of the the narrative of like the 1920s prohibition mm-hmm. mobsters, the like mobsters who talk like Dick Tracyville. <laughs> See, because my thing is, you mentioned that there are two stories, but after a certain point, John's story just becomes uninteresting because it's all about um, what Cheech's story. Yeah. So, so he does an entire rewrite for what the second and third act. Yeah. And then. John is just kind of there. Here's a dude who constantly threatening to quit. He's not even the writer. He's having an affair with the actress. Who's amazing. Diane yeah. Weist? Weist? God, she plays. She was fucking acting ability is amazing. Yeah. So he has an affair with her. And like affair aside, he has nothing really to do with the production. And then after he like he like he realizes like this isn't my thing anymore. I'm a terrible writer or i'm not the writer that everyone thinks that i am mm-hmm. he's like he goes back to um his ex-girlfriend or girlfriend who's also having an affair with his friend and it's just <laughs> like i will give it all up for you you know but i'm yeah. like that's less impactful because you you're just giving it up because you realize you're not good at it mm. you know so like for there i was just like i don't know i was like <laughs> I, I couldn't connect with the Cusack character in this. I think it was kind of just hard to 
to connect to at some points because it was just like, dude, you're you're. I was like, you're kind of terrible. Yeah, you're yeah. you're just there. Yeah, spectating. You're not really doing. Like everyone around him was doing like really funny shit. Like there's this one guy, like this uh, veteran actor who they they brought on, but like they said he had a weight <laughs> problem. So uh, th- he talks to their his manager or whatever. He's like he's going on a diet. He shows up day one only drinking lemon water, and then he continues oh, yeah. until you slowly start to see him sneak offset, eating more and more like fucking uh, pastries and stuff. Until one one uh one scene, like another uh actor in the the production accuses him of stealing uh their doggy treats and eating it during rehearsal, and at one point he's uh this actor is like uh about to hook up with the 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 boss the mobster's girlfriend, mm-hmm. and she's like addressing him and he's like hold on he stops her <laughs> pulls out a fucking chicken piece of chicken from his coat pocket that was the best bite. fucking thing. Yeah, that 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 when that fucking sequence was happening, I was like, "All right, you fucking you got me there, Woody." No, 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 no. But there was something that she said that I just straight up died. It was so funny. It was uh, so he's like, "Wait, wait, wait, wait." And you know, you're thinking he's gonna pull out a condom or he's just no. gonna calm her down and say we can't do this. But then he takes out his piece of chicken, and she goes, "Oh, a little poultry." Like, <laughs> I was like, no, it's so like, God, the lines that were coming out of her mouth were just so funny. Yeah, she's so good. And the actor was, and the whole time I don't know who the actor is and it's horrible because I just don't know anybody's names. But in my head, I was like, that's Professor Slughorn from Harry Potter. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I know I hate Harry Potter now, but I'm just like, oh, I know this guy though. (laughs) (laughs) But I was just the whole. It was just he's such a funny ass British actor, and just for him to bring. That's the thing I liked about it too. Is like you know Tracy Ullman was there too. So like all that kind of offbeat humor, like they mm-hmm. brought into it very very well because she's she's like the supporting actress or whatever, and she's just really fucking funny. Like her one little tick is that she has this dog that she talks to all the time, who is like her replacement for a child because she can't have children and you only you only know that because um diane's character they're having a fight on screen on on stage like the actors are having a fight and they're kind of just jabbing at each other because like it doesn't like the scene doesn't make sense and so they're taking it out on themselves and i think it was something like your she she took a jab at diane's age Mm -hmm. and then diane comes back and she's like oh you want to talk about me when's the last time you had a good hemorrhage and i was like what the fuck does that mean and then i realized like oh she she's menopausal she can't have children and i was like oh that's (laughs) fucked up like the character the character and how they say certain words and they and their delivery I was just like, this is cast is amazing. Yeah. Like the cast is so good. And it's just again, it's like one of those things is like, I do like it, but it's a Woody Allen film. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think I would have liked this movie more if John Cusack's character was Had... less clearly just 
Woody. Woody Allen, you know? Especially, like, like when he's saying all these things about how he's such an unappreciated writer, I'm like, shut the fuck up, Woody. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I think that's the thing of, like, oh, God. Like... And again, he like keeps writing about that. And I haven't seen any of his recent movies, but like the movies that he, it does kind of go along with like, oh, no one appreciates art anymore. Yeah, or art is not is not like it was back in the day. Yeah, and it's like mm, art has evolved, and you should have evolved, and also you shouldn't have done a lot of things in your life. Yeah, you want to look back. I'm like, we trying to do a retrospective, dude, because you can't go back. But I'm just, yeah. I think, I think <sighs> John's character is just there. Like the idea of David is there, and everything is happening around him. Mm-hmm. It's, it seems very playwright, because like when you're a playwright, like you have to let go of your play to give it to someone else, and it, it morphs, it evolves, it becomes better than what you hopefully becomes better than what you you finished with right Mm -hmm. but this whole time like he is reluctant to let go of things and he gets angry and he's like my artistic vision and everyone's like your artistic vision was shit yeah like listen to criticism and i don't i don't know if he actually understand well does he understand that at the end because he gives up like he doesn't want to be a writer anymore. I don't like. I don't. I, just, I don't know. I just don't buy it. <laughs> I, yeah. Where I'm like I don't. No, like, the ending is very unearned. Yeah, like I don't buy it. Where I'm like, I don't buy that you all of a sudden want to give up on this thing. I feel like he's just because everything happens so fast. Where within like ten minutes, uh, Jennifer Tilly's character dies. Um, <laughs> Ch- uh, Chaz's Chaz character. Dies. Um fucking dies and like all this shit happens. Yeah, they open on Broadway to raving reviews, like everything in yeah, and again, like this movie is like an hour and 30 minutes long. It's fairly short and it feels short. Yeah. And it towards the end it's just like we got to wrap it up. Got to wrap it up, folks. But it's also like I wonder what he's trying to say about it. Cuz you know, at the end he gives up writing and he's like I want I want marriage and kids and the house in the country and i'm just like you can have art and love yeah, at the same time either or man i was like yeah. there's plenty of married people out there doing <laughs> work <laughs> yeah so it's just it's it's an interesting thing and he kind of does this in another movie too of like you know is there a balance between art and love and i'm like there's no separation Mm-hmm. for for like there shouldn't be a separation right yeah because i mean the friend group the friend group is all about like the economics of sex and 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 they even said it like you're confusing sex and love like love is not i forget what he says but he's like love is not in the equation or shouldn't be in the equation or something like that mm-hmm. so it's it a very interesting thing that like the story is trying to say but it doesn't quite say it Mm. and outright yeah but i don't know i again i thought it was really funny the best character for me was diane's character who played helen who was like the diva of of 
Yeah, I was gonna say who 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 is your favorite character? In yeah, this? no, she she was the diva. She's the aging diva, right? right? And so this was like she only wanted serious serious roles, and she also was just like a drunk and a fuck up, and you know, like the diva that had so many comebacks. And this was supposed to be her big comeback. I love how every time because John has an affair with her character, yeah, and then he's always be try, always trying to like tell Talk her how much her. he loves her and talk to her and she's always just like stop speaking don't speak don't, <laughs> don't speak. speak don't tell me don't and like the way diane plays this character is so good and the whole time i'm like she is she playing him or is this just how it is yeah the whole time she's trying to make it to where her character is the star but also make sure the play is not shit so she can get her good comeback yeah and so i was like did she seduce him to make sure that she got cemented with a good part, which mm-hmm. is like at the end, I was like, "Oh, absolutely!" Yeah. Like, because the whole time you're you're thinking, "Oh, maybe," because she allow she allows him, um, to confess their affair to his girlfriend, mm-hmm. and say that I want to continue having this relationship with you, and mm-hmm. so. She's like, do you think it can happen? Do you think we'll be star? And, you know, this whole stuff. And I was like, oh, well, I guess, like, if they're together, then he'll only write plays for her. Yeah. You know? And I was like, oh, okay. But she's just, the whole time, like, anytime he tried to, not just say I love you, but anytime he tried to talk to to her, she would just, she would put her gloved hands on him and just, you know, turn her head in that very, like. Dramatic silent yeah silent film way of like don't speak don't say words to me just you know physical whatever whatever but she had some funny ass lines dude like when she is offered the play at the beginning and she does not like it she says i never play frumps or virgins (laughs) (laughs) and there's um when when she gets to meet the cast for the first time, and again, she's like the most famous, the most prestigious, the most like, you know, everyone knows who she is. She comes on the stage and does this dramatic monologue about how like she's missed the theater. And she like looks into the the distant foreground and in her best like whatever voice, each performance is a birth. Each curtain to death. And it's this beautiful, like, everyone's hanging on to every word. And then the dog barks and she goes, who has a varmint here? I hate varmints. And you're just like, oh, God, the way she breaks characters is so yeah. good. It was great. But she has some she has some good ones. So yeah. I'm just like, God, you were so funny. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. My favorite character is the dude who is like constantly eating because like anytime that i'm in a production i'm always just like when i'm Looking not speaking, for the food yeah like or even during rehearsal where i'm not speaking i'm like you just eat stuff yeah i'm like what this is what brad pitt does you, even when we were on stage we found ways to eat yeah <laughs> no but like seriously every thi- like every production i've been i've eaten in one of my scenes like oh that's uh, true going down i was eating hello pandas uh, the one that we were in together, we were eating chicharron. Chicharron. Chicharrones. Um, yeah. And I think that was funny. Like the way that I saw him is the way that I, you know, like we all have the snack table. 
Yeah. And I just remember him going over there and hiding things in his pockets and his and his uh, script. And I straight up was like, I've done that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like anytime, so, like no one's addressing me, I'm like, there's a Cheeto in my mouth. <laughs> I think it's like a real. It's 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 a fine acting technique. I think it's just like <laughs> acting. Best eat actor in the world is Brad Pitt. I've told oh. you how much. I, like that dude in any oceans movie, he's just eating. The other day we were talking about um fucking Moneyball, Money and my absolute favorite scene in that movie is him just shoveling popcorn in his mouth, making a call, spitting that shit out right before he's about to speak and make a trade. Yeah, I'm like God bless you, Mister. <laughs> that is fucking brilliant work. He is so. a good eater actor. I've I've noticed that too. Yeah. But I was so. just like, oh God, this is hilarious. So this movie, uh, Grace recommends. I so for me. definitely do like it, yeah. It's very hard to find, though. Um, we're not going to say how we found it. <laughs> <laughs> Less than legal ways. <laughs> but um, what isn't uh, illegal and hard to track down is money balls. If you want to see Brad Pitt oh, stuff popcorn into his it's face. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix, so go watch it. Yeah, it's um, really good. One last thing that I want to talk about for this movie, though, is mm -hmm. when they first meet Jennifer Tilly's character, the, like her boyfriend, mobster boyfriend was like, be charming to him. You got to turn on the charm. <laughs> so she was just like, as she was meeting them, she was just like, charm, charm, yeah, charm, I didn't even, It took charm. me forever to like connect the two. I was like, this bitch keeps saying charm. I love it. And then I was like, oh, because she takes such charming. <laughs> Charm, 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 charm. So she's like, but then she would go into like, and you know, Jennifer Tilly's like acting voice is very shrill. So she's like, go get the hooch and the good stuff, the important stuff. Go get it, go get it. Why are you singing along? He's like, I'm an actress. I know how to act. And I was yeah. just like, and then she would go, charm, charm, yeah. <laughs> God, she was so good in this film. So good. And just the banter of it. Like, again, I'm a bitch for banter. Like, I love banter, especially when it's, like, properly timed to where it's, like, they're almost talking over themselves, but not. Mm -hmm. I love that shit. I still try to emulate it, but it's so good. Yeah. But, yeah. This, I, yeah, I will say that I thoroughly enjoyed this movie, and I will probably watch it a couple more times. Okay, I think I'm done yeah. watching this yeah. movie. Yeah, it's but it is also like I'm not watching it for John, which also is a thing. Yeah, because I'm definitely watching it for Diane's character. I'm definitely watching it for, um, you know Jennifer Tilly's character. I'm watching it. I'm watching it for the characters that surround John, because John mm -hmm. literally can just leave the movie and it'd be fine. It'd be, it'd be good. Like. And oh. one of the points he, sorry for the, the host of Sex of the Future saying this, but um, for that one scene where he's like, all right, I quit. I'm done. Part of me was like, please don't come back, John. Yeah, that was like a thing he kept doing. Yeah, I was like, and I was like chill. <laughs> Fucking Woody, man. Yeah, yeah. But I don't um, know. I thought, I, I thought it was, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. Parts of it I enjoyed. Uh, other parts, not, not so much. Uh, other parts, a lot less. <laughs> um, but any other thoughts you wanted to say about uh, Bullets Over... I love the title, though. Yeah. Bullets Over Broadway. Any other thoughts before we close this book and 
Um, you we, never go back to it. I know. I never talk about it. Unlike identity. I just I want to share like <laughs> another good fucking quote from. And again, all the good quotes come from Diane's character. She's talking about how like, the world is an oyster to him. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then he goes, "No, not an oyster. The world will not open to you like an oyster." will open to you like a magnificent vagina. John's face <laughs> when she said that was crazy. And I was like, who is this woman? And I swear to God, if she's not based off a real actress, I'm gonna die. Yeah. Who is this woman? It was so good. She just like, if you absolutely. watch it, just just watch it for Diane's fucking deliverance because or deliver the way that she delivers lines, like yeah. she's just fucking brilliant. Yeah. It's really just, good. Just watch the scenes for everyone around John. <laughs> no. Sorry, yeah. John. It's but, okay. Um, I think that's it for Bullets Over Broadway. But before we go, guys, we do have a podcast that we wanted to, or uh, something we wanted to plug this week and share. Oh, it's a performance. Yeah. yeah. So, Bindlestiff, which is our second home, we've talked about it before. But um, that's the place that we met, and that's the place where we ourselves dabble in the theater. Um, they are having a staged reading over Twitch, Zoom? Let me see. <laughs> well, over online, right? Because that's yeah. what we do now. Um, but it's Jeannie Baroga's um, play that's called The Banyan, with, you know, Banyan tree, but Banyan. Um, and let me read you the synopsis real quick. Post 9-11 in a conglomerate secret room. I don't know what that word is. A paper, shred- a paper shredder, Una, lures her brother, Ian, to visit the Philippines. Familiar Wizard of Oz icon double their roles and affect Una's escape from her own cage. The play parodies the chaotic moment in history of falling buildings, 9-11, and dwindling conf- confidence in leadership where opportunists cover their tracks and munchkins demonstrate resilience. And it actually has a bunch of our, our friends in it. So it has our friend Joe, our friend Jamie, um, Mark Abrigo is going to be in it, Russell. Russell, Russell Ann is gonna be in it, and Mark and Russell are my roommates, and also like our really good friends, um, and just you know our friend Ollie's gonna be in it, Lenny, Rob, like Jamie, if y'all are a lot of awesome, lot of awesome people, absolute OG, like amazing people from Bindlestiff, and yeah. so if you are interested, please visit bindlestiff.org and look at the um performances tab and you'll see it there banyan by genie baroga um it's gonna be pretty cool to see um a full-length play versus like what we've been putting out which are just very short um skits so it's pretty cool but yes yeah, banyan at bindlestiff.org bindlestiffstudio.org sorry about that yeah. but you'll also see this on on our social so which will be more active now. It won't just be Photoshop <laughs> pictures of us. <laughs> we'll we'll see what happens. <laughs> Plants, Grace. They no, upvoted it. I'm looking no. at the results right now. They no. upvoted it. So many plants, y'all. So many plants. But uh, yeah, if you guys are interested in Grace's plants, let her know <laughs> in the comments below. If you wanted to see some of like my toys and like my nerd vlog, my nerd YouTube channel, that's. Yeah. Uh, Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. 
like comment and subscribe that's nerdy scoundrel on the youtubes and on the instagrams yep um but until next time guys uh my name is john and i'm grace remember we're charmed charmed charmed, charmed. <laughs> bye guys bye all right sorry guys before we say goodbye completely forever <laughs> for the week um we forgot uh a pretty important thing and that's to tell you guys what movie we're watching next week uh which is 2012 i am so ready for this there's gonna be a lot of cusack yelling uh, you I haven't, haven't. Seen this, right, Grace? But okay, so 2012 oh. is the the apocalypse movie, right? Because December 20th, 2012 was when the world was supposed to end. Was supposed to yeah. end, yeah. Brought to us from the guy who directed Day After Tomorrow. So Which one is Day After Tomorrow? CG weather. Jake Gyllenhaal, where the weather is that the, the one where they like are holed up in the library? Yes. Yeah, they're like burn the, the law books. Yes, I do remember the day after yeah. tomorrow. Okay. And oh, okay. So we're watching that. Um two things because we are haven't decided yet. This might be <laughs> an episode. <laughs> this might be an episode then. Why do you keep being spoiling things? I oh, I don't know, Grace. <laughs> I don't know. That was our gimmick. I haven't spoiled yeah, anything all day. Yeah, but when you spoil it about us, God, you no, you did a spoiler about how I collect plants and slowly descend into madness with my bleach dying. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I guess that's all I'm supposed to share. Thank you for stopping me because literally sometimes I just keep talking until people tell me I've said enough. So thanks for listening uh, again. Guys, um, I, I, uh, I'm told that that's all I'm yeah. supposed to say. So until next week, until we watch 2012, uh, we'll see you guys okay. later. <laughs> Bye for real. Bye. <laughs>